TNT Talk. Welcome everybody to TNT Talk on the So Many Shows podcast. I'm one T, Tracy. And I'm the other T, Tamish. There you go, Tracy and Tamish. And we like to keep things pretty explosive, thus the name TNT. And I think it's going to be a pretty explosive conversation tonight because we have not discussed the episode at all. So we have no idea what each other thinks. And, and typically we don't discuss it very much, but we might get a general idea or make a few comments to one another. So we will ask each other three questions each. We don't know about the questions ahead of time. And then we'll um, answer for ourselves as well. So, should be pretty explosive. We'll see what happens. But before we get into that, um, we just wanted to update you on a few things. Um, our Twitter is at TNT Talk Podcast. And we ran a giveaway on Twitter recently. And we announced the winner the day before the Walking Dead 100th episode. And the winner was April. Woo-woo! Yeah, April! Woo-woo! So congratulations, April. Thanks for uh, following us, retweeting, and I hope you're listening to and enjoying the podcast. So um, another thing we wanted to share with you, hopefully you already know about it. Tamish did an interview last week, and why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Tamish? I did. I had the pleasure of interviewing Iron E. Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog, from The Walking Dead. I was so excited. He's really a great person to talk to. And if you get a chance, please go to our Twitter account and you can hear the whole interview. He's got a few things uh, going on in the pot. He has a one man show called Blindsided by the Walking Dead that he's actually started a Kickstarter campaign for. Now, for those of you that have attended Walker Stalker Atlanta, you know that he has put that show on there. And now he's trying to expand it to actually go to a few more cities. And so he's asking for contributions. But even if you don't give to the Kickstarter campaign, you have to watch some of the videos that he has on there. <laughs> it is hilarious in fashion, but by all means, Irony, uh, AKA uh, T-Dog is a absolutely wonderful person to talk to and very easygoing. I think I saw at least even just a few photographs um, related to the show. And what, what, is it true? There's dancing, comedy, singing, like all sorts of, um, that's news of entertainment. He breaks it down literally. <laughs> he, he does a few dances and I'm not sure what they are, but it is uh, based off of a lot of uh, a lot of his life, mm -hmm. if not all of his life. And mm -hmm. it does have some moments in there that get you to thinking and and can't believe that actually happened to him. So it's actually I've heard very good reviews about the show. Okay. All right. Well, listen to that interview if you haven't already and find out more about Blindsided by the Walking Dead. All right. Uh, next up, we wanted to uh, tell you a little bit about how we watched the Walking Dead 100th episode this week. Tamisha and I, uh, we went to a viewing party at one of the pubs here in the metro Atlanta area, and it was a lot of fun. There were plenty of TV screens. And we made sure they put captions on one because I'm a captions girl. I have to have the captions. All With right. all those southern accents? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and and especially Daryl because, you know, he's sort of, I call it grumbling. It's kind of grunt and then mumbling. So grumbling. Um, but we. First of all, you don't need captions for Daryl. All you uh -oh. need is just to look. <laughs> <Woo -hoo! laughs> 
Okay. Um, yeah, we, we know that you're a huge Daryl fan. I think I think that's been uh, quite clear throughout the podcast. But yes, I need the captions. So we had the captions. Uh, it was a packed packed house and um we were able to interact a couple with a couple of the actors gavin um well jason smith who plays gavin was there uh kind of heading up the party and it was nice to see him again and uh it was especially fun uh because we got to see him in the episode and for the first time we saw him at the sanctuary and our friend jessica um it pointed out i think on instagram it was so funny she's like it's great to see you somewhere other than that parking lot (laughs) Because, you know, all of his scenes had been in that parking lot, you know. So, yeah, it really was. It was good to see him in a different place. Um, so we will certainly talk more about uh, his part in the episode later on. But um, Daniel Newman was there for a while. He plays um, Daniel as one of the kingdom soldiers. So that was fun to say hello to him. And just good friends. Another podcaster, our friend Elizabeth from Brains Gone Bad was there. Um, so just good company. So it was a lot of fun. So we'd love to hear how you guys, um, watched the episode, how you celebrated. Did you have special party food or decorations? Did you watch with friends? Um, drop us a line over on Twitter and let us know. Yes, please let us know. All right, Tamish, what's coming up this weekend? Dun, dun, dun. Besides Norman Reedus, <laughs> Andrew Legan, <laughs> Denai Guerra, <laughs> all Red of them. Tero, oh my goodness! And the list goes on and on and on and on. You get to see them all in one place, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Walker Stalker Con of Atlanta. <laughs> Did that answer your question? I, 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 well, I hope you didn't break any glass there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the Walker Stalker. Con Walker Stalker Con of Atlanta. Yeah, we're excited, and uh, we're going to be there, and we're looking forward to it. And we can't wait to come back and report on what we did, who we saw, um, all the excitement. So, hopefully, if you're in this area or can get to this area, you could go too because it's the fifth anniversary of Walker Stalker Con. So it was the very first city, and now it's number five. Yeah, number five is alive. (laughs) There you go. So we reached out on Twitter to see if any of you guys had any comments or questions about the episode that we might dig into on um, the podcast. And we heard from uh, some of our listeners, Pete, Wendy, Monica, Jay, Sharon, and Becky all weighed in on um, how they felt about Rick and his... um, Assault, I guess you'd call it assault on the sanctuary. We'll discuss that more soon. But a lot of them were like, why didn't he take out Negan? And I know that's been a big question um, from a lot of viewers and fans. Um, Jay, he asked the question too, but he really wants Negan to stick around. Um, Everybody else wants to get rid of him, except for um, Becky, who just thinks that's sad for for any of them to go. So... Becky, Thanks, Becky. You stop watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> and and Sharon made a point that she wants Negan to go out in a, a big, um, have a big exit, you know, kind of like his big personality. But she's ready for Gregory to just to go quickly. So she's done with him. So thanks, guys, for um, for um, reaching out and telling us what you're thinking. So to me, she wrote an article about for undead walking about sort of rick's strategy this week on the walking dead so what what would you have to say to our friends here who are asking 
Why did he not take him out? Well, I will say that it did not become obvious what this motive was because I'm right there with everyone. Negan was literally right there, right there. And then Father Gabriel came and said something to Rick, which was, it's not about him. Mm -hmm. Light bulb went off in my head that said, wait a minute, we're not trying to just kill Negan. They're trying to decimate him. They're trying to destroy his inner workings. That's the word that I want to use. Okay. Okay. You can count because literally, if you think about it, mm-hmm. you can kill Negan, but remember through the seventh through season seven, everyone kept saying, who do they keep saying they were? I am Negan. Right. Who are you, Tracy? I'm Tracy. You know what? Hashtag to me. See, this is what I'm talking about. So <laughs> I will not cross to the dark side. But that's what I mean. They didn't just want because kill, I think killing him right away might have just given him the glorified martyr death that he would have wanted. Okay. And um, there is an article out there from the Hollywood Reporter that um, they talked to Scott Gimple about this very question. And so I'm going to read to you from the Hollywood Reporter uh, what his answer was about that. Why didn't Rick just shoot him when he had the chance? Um, He says, what shouldn't be glossed over is Rick is offering surrender to everyone else. He wants them to, more or less, be on his side after that. If he just shot Negan there, that would have been a shortcut to the war. He was making a play to not be in full violence with these people because you see what happens after that. The next step for everybody is pretty heavy and intense. In fact, Negan's other lieutenants had given up. I'm sorry, if, in fact... Negan's other lieutenants had given up it would have been over um, and I actually had thought about some of those things because I, I think it was my husband um, or, or my son who brought up the question and I said well I, I did think he wanted to give the other guys Dwight Simon all of them a chance to um, to surrender and if he had just started out then they probably would have just you know fought back right away so I kind of thought along those lines as well but that's directly from Scott Gimple so um, there you go. So that's what he had to say about hey, that. <laughs> okay. Hey, <Scott>. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, didn't, oh. I didn't get that, but okay, Scott. And I did read, I don't have it pulled up, but I did read in an article um, from IndieWire um, online that um, someone also asked about, he was so close, you know, he could have gotten him. And um, there at the end when he's shooting before Father Gabriel takes him. And he said, there is more distance there than it looks like on the screen. So. You can check that out and see what you think about what he had to say about that, too. So, but yeah, I know that was a popular question um, from fans, myself included. So, all right. Well, I think we should get into our questions, Tamish. You ready? Yes, always. All right. Hit me up. Uh, Which throwback from season one did you enjoy the most? Mm, Probably seeing... um, Teddy Bear Girl. I know she goes by a lot of different names. Uh, Summer, Teddy Bear Girl, Little Girl, Little Girl, like Rick called her. Um, but what I didn't know when I was watching that that actually was the same actress, Addie Miller. I know. I was going to see if you knew that. Yeah. yeah. So that that made it even more cool. But yeah, just that visual um, of her. It was you know it was not like too obvious, but it was it was clear 
that that was, you know, a callback to her. And so that was really neat to see some of the pictures after the fact of her getting made up to do that again in the hundredth episode. What'd you so, think about Rick's uh, expression? Did you see him <laughs> as <yeah>. it again? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. It was, I mean, it was a little comical, but um, kind of like, what, wait, didn't I deal with this already? <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, and just some kind of recognition. It was, you know, just a really clear nod to her. So that was really cool. All right. For you. Did you think that they were going to physically confront Negan in this episode? I did. Okay. I did. And, and I, I thought that right up until Father Gabriel pulled him aside again when he was at the war, because we saw inklings of the conversation prior to them going to the compound, Savior's compound. And so right up until then, when Negan was right there, I was like, wow. We, I, I, in my head, I said, we, I'm going to get a new villain, I guess, because Negan's about to get taken out right now. Mm-hmm. But when he said yeah. that, I said, okay, there's another play that's getting ready to happen. And so then I stopped. Okay. All right. Um, I thought that it would be more planning. Uh, this, I thought we would see Negan in the episode, but I didn't necessarily think there would be a face-to-face confrontation right off. And again, I got to say, I'm not a comic reader. So that, you know, I'm not influenced by the comic. So I, I may... It may make me even more seem like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but And you're not a comic reader either, right, Tamish? Not, I'm, I'm not enough. Yeah. I'm not, I read pieces. Yeah, we've had tidbits and stuff. So, you know, yes. keep that in mind when you hear our answers. But um, I just got um, I just got a little interruption, Tamish. It turns out that TNT Improvisational Theater is back. The negotiations are complete. The contracts Yay! are signed. Contracts are signed. Yes, raring to go. So, should we just interrupt for a minute for that? Um, the latest Absolutely. installment. All right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm real curious. Let's see what. Let's see what they came up with. When I first met Tamish, she said that my podcast was going to get a whole lot bigger. Well, we found that podcast. We found each other. That bigger podcast is ours by right. We have interviews, giveaways. It's that much more of a podcast. It's ours by right. Shiva growls in the distance. We've rehearsed it. We've recorded it over and over again. We all know the podcast doesn't post right after the episode, that we may have to wait in uncertainty for two days, rarely more, that we have to keep our faith in each other, Tracy. If we can hold on to that spot on iTunes, the podcast is ours. The world is ours. Wow. Okay. I mean, it it sounds strangely familiar. Does it does it ring a bell to you, Tamish? Yes. <laughs> You're awfully quiet all of a sudden. Yes. It's it funny because you you were, you were talking about callbacks, you know, in your first question, and this this sort of seems has some callbacks to the episode, don't you think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Some other some other folks were kind of talking like that, but yeah, you you guys put it together in your your heads and uh and uh, make what you want of it. But 
That's our that's our first one of the eighth season. That's our first offering of TNT Improvisational Theater. So, you know, and give us feedback. Let us know if you want it each week. Oh, um, yes, let us know. Let I mean, know. we have the sign off to, to, to have it for you. So just let us know if we should keep it up. So Bonus points if you can tell us. <laughs> bonus points if you can tell us who we had as the actors. Oh, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Your question number two, Tamish, what is it? Hilltop, Alexandria, the kingdom. What do you think that their overall plan is going to be, in your opinion? What do you think that they are going to do? So if you were, you, as if you had been sitting in, in the planning meeting. Well, I think they're trying to really collaborate with one another. I mean, Jesus declared that the hilltop is with Maggie. So they seem solidified behind her. And, you know, you've got King Ezekiel offering their doctor to the hilltop and, and trying to help out in, in that way, even though Jesus said they will get theirs back. Um, but uh, so, I mean, I think it's just going to be a spirit of collaboration. How can they stick together? in this but i think they'll want to keep their separate identities you know they're they're things that are unique about them but uh i would suspect there'd be a lot more traveling back and forth and you know benefiting from the relationship but first we got to get negan out of the way i hope that happens so i think that the the plan is going to be one not only to uh capture Negan. I don't I, I don't know that they're going to kill him outright. I think that they're going to have a public um, display of taking him down. I think they're going to destroy all the factions as we saw at the compound where they let the herd come in where we mm -hmm. had a lot of explosions and I think their plan is to because they did a, look like they did their homework and they're going to go to each and every section and then once they have gone in and pretty much taking them out of their comfort zone and they're all scattered at that point. I do believe that they're going, the communities, most of them, mm -hmm. most of the people in there will be welcoming for those that want to come in and try, you know, to just live correctly. Now okay. there are going to be a couple in there that are, there's no rehabilitation. They, I think either they're going to kill them or banish them. One, but I think they're going to try really hard not to be like Negan was. So okay. I'm thinking right now that's what their plan is. Yes, but that's that's, that's too much. Not like the zombie apocalypse. So I don't <laughs> see that happening. That would that would be that would make too much sense, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I do. I I agree. I have to believe that there are you know plenty there that want to get out from under his thumb first of all, and that even the ones that are quote working for him are not. Uh, real enthused about it even maybe even gavin you know he's never seemed like he is really gung-ho about this job he's but he's going through the motions so exactly. we'll see all right my question number two is pretty simple did you have a favorite line um in the episode hmm. you don't I, have to quote I, it exactly but just is there so, something someone yeah, said I, I did i did <laughs> mine's <laughs> Is mine bigger than yours? <laughs> so take that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> there you go. That was it. That was the one. Okay. For me, one that stood out, and I can't even quote it exactly, um, but when Simon 
tells Gregory, he basically says, I, and I've invested so much time in you. And then he just pushes him off the sta- down the stairs or whatever. <laughs> He's just like, I'm done with you. And uh, so, yeah, I just thought that was kind of comical. That uh, a hot minute, I thought he got pushed into a pit of walkers. And oh, Gregory, but yeah. then he came up. Yeah, he came. He he resurfaced. But um, yeah, I was just thinking about Simon and his talks about gelato and just all the you know special things that he could provide and stuff. <laughs> and then uh, so he you know, all his investment, and then Gregory really didn't come through with ah! convincing the top. So Gregory never comes through. <laughs> yeah. Good point. All right, what's your number three? Has to deal with Eugene. Uh, my question is twofold. One, does Rick's group, so we're going back and as, when Rick's group was together, think that Eugene is a complete traitor? Okay. And the, the sub part of that is, do you think that Eugene is playing to the saviors and really is still faithful to Rick's group? Oh boy. Well, that's actually, uh, it reminds me of another line I enjoyed in the episode. Cause didn't Rick say like Dwight, uh, not Dwight, Eugene started to s- speak for himself and he's like, I know who you are. Exactly. Whatever, you know, that, that kind of so annoyed. And I was yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. He did sound annoyed. Like I'm like, I'm done with you. Um, so in that respect, yeah, I'm kind of wondering if they would give him a second chance. Like, has he severed all ties completely? But as far as his own intentions, I'm still holding out a little hope that he is, you know, is, is maybe waiting for an opportunity to swing things the other way and help, you know, Rick and the other communities. But, you know, he just, he just has a solid history of, surviving doing what he has to do to survive latching on to people that will keep him safe so it yeah you know, i'm conflicted but just that hopeful part of me which i know you enjoy poking fun at sometimes to me um <laughs> that, that hopeful part of me uh you know, thinks maybe maybe he's gonna come around so i don't know what do you think I think that I, th- I think that Rick's group is genuinely annoyed with him at this point. However, they kept saying, if you really think back to it, you need to grow some. You know, you need to man up. You need to stand mm-hmm. up for yourself. Well, he's kind of standing up for himself just for the wrong team. I think that Eugene isn't playing anymore. I think he really thinks he's a savior. I don't. I think that. Um, if it presents itself where he does wind up having to surrender, mm-hmm. I think that he'll just go out into the wilderness at this time. Cause I don't think that he would feel comfortable coming back into the fold. Cause I think Rosita might kill him. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. So. Possibility. Okay. All right. Now um, for my third question, I'm actually going to give you a, kind of a choice between two questions. Would you rather me ask you a question about Carl or a question about the timeline in the episode? Uh, Carl. Okay. Um, why did Carl go back and put the cans of food there for um, the person that you know, they encountered? And when did he do that? And what, what does did it we, mean for him? Did we find out the person's name? 
No. I, I think they mentioned it in the episode. Okay. But I, there are people, there are people, there are comic readers who think they know who it is. And I won't say the name, um, but if you, you could certainly Google search out there, there's, there's someone, um, a particular character that they think that guy was. So you could associate, maybe associate a name with him, but we did, I don't think we got one in the episode. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Um, I think that Carl put the food back there trying his hardest not to become who his father was. Okay. Um, as in the part, the person that his father was when he was just killing people left and right. You, What did you say to me? You know, you, and so that's why you had that exchange between Rick and Carl when Rick was like, I shot in the air. And Carl kind of looked at him as if to say, so he went back and that's why he apologized. Mm-hmm. And you were asking, when did he do that? Yeah. When did that actually transpire? That same day or after they confronted Negan? I think that it, I think there's a possibility that it could have happened while they were all fighting Negan. Oh, okay. Because Carl didn't go. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Carl, exactly. Carl was left in charge. Remember what yeah. Michonne said? Mm-hmm. So I, it could have happened then too. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, okay. Well, I thought that, yeah, there was trying that, as far as the storyline that, you know, perhaps they were trying to make this distinction between Carl and Rick and their methodology and, and, and also calling back to that conversation you mentioned with Michonne and about how this would be his kind of someday, like it kind of, um, you know, envisioned Carl ultimately maybe being the leader or whatever. And so I thought, I thought of it as kind of a, maybe a representation of what kind of leader or person he would be. So, um, and I thought, I forgot actually that he was stayed there. I mean, I just talked about that conversation, but yet I still forgot that he stayed in Alexandria. So I thought maybe it was after the fight, but then I thought, well, it could have just been that, that same day. So I, I don't really know. Um, cause I got confused in other places with the timeline as well. So, um, yeah. okay definitely not an expert on the timeline there or you know what was there a dream or was it a flash forward you know so i have no answers there i don't know nobody tonight between the t's asked anything about old man rick (laughs) yeah i'm not i'm not yeah i'm not going there um i'm just like nope 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 i'll leave that to the other teeth not a fan of the haircut i can't i can go there i can tell you that not a fan of the the old man rick hairdo was, i'm not a fan of the cane but i'm assuming i'm making an assumption why he has a cane but yeah right see. but uh yeah that was quite a different look for him i like the the curls so i miss that but all right well that was a lot of moments and content and uh, a lot of things that transpired in the episode. So now we need to talk about our most explosive moment. And, and as always, it doesn't have to literally be an explosion um, of any nature, just something that really jumped out at us, um, stood out to us in the episode. Granted, there were plenty of explosions in the episode, several. Um, But what do you think? What's yours? I'm just going to go with an obvious one. It was when Rick didn't shoot me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was my most explosive because I, I'm telling you, I was really thought, Oh, we're getting ready to lose Negan. Yeah. Feelings about to make the play. And then 
There you go. Well, he sure was trying to there for a while. So I can see, I can see that. that. Mm -hmm. About you. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was probably, and I mean, I should have seen it coming, but when um, Gregory took the car, I was just like, no. You <laughs> we all knew he was going to mess with Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel should have kept going. Oh, uh, no. Just... And everybody that, well, the room we were in was like, no. <laughs> and he was, I'm like, are you serious? Are you really about to go over there? And then guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Now he is in there with Negan. <laughs> well, I, I was sorely disappointed that Gregory did that, but I should not be surprised at no, all. No, you shouldn't. Hashtag to me. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he seemed so uh, vulnerable, like this little victim and, and Father Gabriel was kind of taking care of him. I thought finally he might just do what someone said, but nope. He just was selfish again. Selfish, again selfish, selfish. Again. I yeah. told you I was a snake before you picked me up. <laughs> and I bit you and I told you I was a snake. But you still picked me <laughs> Exactly. So shame on me. But Tracy. it did. Yeah, Tracy, yeah. Tracy. I know. Okay. I'm a half glass full kind of girl. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Team Tracy. You're right. Hashtag Tamish. Happy face, right? happy face, happy face. <laughs> uh-huh. Hashtag Tamish. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so those were our explosive moments. And now we need to rate the episode. The episode can earn up to five sticks of dynamite. It can be that explosive, five whole sticks. So, how many did it earn? I'm oh. going. Do you want to go, go first or not? Go ahead. I think I'm going to go with 3.75. I enjoyed the episode as far as I was excited that it was back. I really liked the callbacks. Um, and I probably wanted even more of those. Like I, I was kind of in a nostalgic frame of mind. So I could have, you know, you could have done a bunch of more callbacks and I, I would have been happy. So I didn't, I didn't quite, and part of it is I just didn't quite know what to expect. Like we talked about earlier, I didn't really think they were going to confront Negan, but then they did, but they didn't finish it. So, and I did get confused about the timeline or whether it was a dream. So just, just with, you know, not feeling like I understood everything completely, um, probably brought my rating down a little bit, but I mean, that's still a great rating 3.75, but, um, definitely was excited to see all the characters back and to, um, just seeing them pull together and stuff. And see some hope again, finally. Finally. So, 3.75. I'm going to give uh, the episode a three and a half, 3.5. Okay. Uh, yes. And I... And my rating is really based on the fact that I don't know their plan fully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's bothering me now. And we're like, taking I, points away because we don't know the how the plot's going to carry out. I sure up. am. I'm taking them straight. At, I'm taking them straight away and putting them back in my bag. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted the war 
not to be remember how you stated you wanted to see more planning Mm-mm. yeah i just wanted to see fighting the zombies i wanted <laughs> i was ready i was like yeah i was ready for all that but i did i did uh, enjoy the dialogue that was had between the characters and to see as we just said the newfound hope and community that it looks like we're about to have and i did like how they took out some of the saviors at their posts with the arrows, <laughs> with the stabs, with the falling from the tree. That was a pretty cool di- death. So is it safe to say that Dwight gave him that intel, you think, of, of where those posts were? Or had they scouted them out? I would have to say that it was probably a little bit of both because I would have been apprehensive of trusting him. Mm-hmm. And so if I went to one and saw that it worked out, then maybe I would start, you know, following them or spying on them. And then maybe I would go to another one that Dwight told me. Okay. But I wouldn't trust him fully. Okay. Okay. I hear you. Gotta hold I know. Back a little. Half full. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Team Tracy. Ah! <laughs> that was good. Well, I think that's, that's all our questions and moments and rank ratings for tonight. Did you have anything else? That you just no, I have to share. Now. Okay, I just can't. I can't wait. Hashtag Tamisha. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> She's always campaigning. Okay, well, um, well, I'm already excited about episode eight two. I'm ready. Let's do Me it. Too. I am, and uh, I mean, I am very excited about the season, uh, even though I may be a little confused about some things, but. And I think some of those articles, um, Scott Gimple talks about that more, too. If you really want to dig into it, there is stuff out there where he gives some some suggestions about things. But I, I mostly like to just see it play out. That, yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to. I, you know, I, I may read it like after it's after. Aired. Yeah. 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 I like it more after I like I want to be fresh and new and be like, oh, I didn't know that was coming. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. All right. What's our Twitter? Did you just do Gomer Pile? I did. I did do Gomer Pile. Surprise. 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 I don't know how many. Does he do two or three? Anyways, I digress. Tell the the listeners our Twitter again. At. It starts with at. (laughs) At TNT Talk Podcast. She's she's laughing too much. She can't speak. At TNT Talk Podcast, we would love for you to go out there and share. Are you Team Tamish or Team Tracy after this episode of the podcast? And just um, let us know what you're thinking. Did we answer yeah. any of your questions? Did we confuse you even more? Do you have some corrections for us? We will take those too. So, and if you have a chance to go out to iTunes and give us a review um, oh, and, and rate us, that would be great. So... We'd appreciate that. But I think I'm done for tonight, Tamish. I am too. Hashtag Tamish. Hashtag Team Tracy. We'll, <laughs> we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye.